If you love football, soccer, then you probably love the Apple TV hit comedy Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, a quirky, soccer-naive American coach, finds his way to England where he comes in to manage a fictitious but struggling Premier League side, AFC Richmond. Hello everyone, this is Rev Brad, and you're listening to the Soccer Chaplains United podcast from the Touchline. With 20 plus years in and around the beautiful game, both as a chaplain and a press officer before that, I thought I would share in this series some lessons from Ted Lasso, essentially give a chaplain's perspective on some of the things we see on the show and mesh them up with my own experience. In the series, I'm going to try not to over-spiritualize what we see on the screen, but I do want to comment on some of the elements that I believe can be great points of personal and professional development, no matter your role or relationship with soccer. Whether you're an athlete, a coach, a staffer, or an executive with The Beautiful Game, I think this series will be fun, creative, and have a little bit of everything for everyone. Just a side note, whilst I've changed this opener from the original one, I will keep the opener for a little while, so if you're listening regularly, when you hear the Ted Lasso theme music at the start of the pod, you can go ahead and skip forward to the two-minute mark to skip the intro and get right into the pod for the day. Thank you for listening to the From the Touchline podcast. Here we go with a lesson from Ted Lasso. He's found the space, and he's found the back of the net. Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post. Not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post, almost made him in, and they have. He has the hat-trick. The second in his career. The third of the night. The hat-trick hero. Talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. To the corner. Goes towards the near post. And you're the angle, and what a goal! What a goal! As episode three begins, we see Coach Lasso and Coach Beard searching for a new identity, a new way of playing. Loud enough for the kit man, Nate, to overhear. Lasso invites Nate's suggestion as he senses that Nate has something to offer. Come on now, you're one of us. Fire away. A stuttering and stammering Nate, partly in disbelief that his ideas might be entertained, let alone used by the head coach of a football club, certainly lacks confidence in himself. Lasso tells Nate, I have a hard time hearing people who don't believe in themselves. Lasso then genuinely considers implementing Nate's play in the day's training session, despite Nate's disbelief. The scene is one of my favorites, because I confess I've often felt like Nate, lacking self-confidence. My ideas, everything. I, I think that something about Nate's character reflects some of the common issues and struggles for people nowadays. Will I be accepted? Will I be seen? Will I be loved? Have you ever seen the transformation in a person? Or can you recall a moment in your own life when suddenly someone believed in you? You had something to offer, something of value. In football, it can be hard, whether you're an elite footballer or a manager, to be as vulnerable as Lasso is. Perhaps too humbling to admit you don't have it all together or that you might be in need of a fresh idea or a fresh vision. There are internal and external expectations that can drive one to put up the barriers. Seemingly, there is an air and an aura, especially in elite football, that must be maintained. Lasso's belief in Nate, and everything that goes with that, acceptance, building him up, etc., is a challenging proposition for the industry of football, but one I believe needs a closer look. A closer look because a similar thing was happening back in Jesus' day. There's an oft-overlooked fact, but Jewish young men were brought up with religious instruction. 
when they became teenagers, there was a test to see if they ought to continue in religious instruction or if they would be better suited in the family trade. It was a special honor and somewhat prestigious to be selected to continue in, in the training and the faith and religiosity of, of the Jewish tradition. And that education was somewhat prestigious to be selected as a young man. And back in Jesus's day, there were certain rabbis or teachers and certain schools that added to that prestige. And if a young man showed promise, well, maybe it was like getting a full ride scholarship to university or a particular program of study. So by the time Jesus comes and he's calling his disciples, guys like Peter, Andrew, James, and John, we can see that they're quote unquote past their prime. They haven't done well enough in the eyes of the local religious leaders of the day to warrant continuing on in their religious education and training, but Jesus believes in them. Jesus sees something in them. He elevates them and he powerfully speaks into their lives. So much so that they go and they're part of transforming the world just a few years later. So two comments I want to make here. First, you may be like Nate, not believing in yourself. You may not think that you have what it takes, whether it's for football or managing or something else. But let me tell you, my friend, Jesus believes in you and he has a plan for your life and he'll lead you into a place of flourishing. Secondly, maybe you're more of a lasso in this scene. Whom can you elevate? Who do you see or know is someone that needs just a bit of belief and needs to be elevated, encouraged, or simply accepted? Our lives and theirs can be transformed when we show genuine belief in others and an openness to accepting what gifts and talents they may have to offer. Well, thanks for listening to this lesson from Ted Lasso. This is Reb Brad coming to you from the Touchline.